Welcome to Wake Up Winden, and we finally are covering the finale of Equinox, and that episode is called The Blood Runs in the Veins. And I think Jar and I have some dissenting opinions about this episode, so should be good to get into talking about it. Jer, how are you doing this afternoon? Doing great, although I've quit knitting. It's not going to happen anymore. It's not going to do it. I thought you and Doris were going to start a start a club. I thought you were talking to me about that offline. We were. We were. It's just not going to happen anymore. We're, we're just we're, we've given up. Jeez, I, that that was Doris. I didn't know. I didn't know we were gonna lead with a Doris joke here, Jared. That's awesome. <laughs> I know. I know, right? Yeah, you threw me for a loop. Yeah. So of course, <laughs> Doris, the star of the show, uh, Torben's wife, she uh, gets us back into the. No, I'm just kidding. Okay, here we go. We have Equinox, <laughs> and Equinox. Um, so six episode. We have covered every episode. Now this will be the last one. And interesting finale for sure. I didn't like it too much um i'll talk about why that is <laughs> as we go through it but i thought it I felt like it needed more time i guess is like my first thing i i remember when there was 10 minutes left on the episode i was like boy how are they gonna finish this and wrap this up in a satisfying way and then to me they really didn't but jerry you you seem to like the finale so i guess like in broad strokes do you want to talk about i guess some of the good parts of the finale i don't want to bash the show i had fun watching it but um let's talk about some of the good things first what do you think jerry yeah, so um, for me, I watched it three times. And the first time, I, I felt similar to you. I felt like, oh, they kind of rushed it. You know, I don't feel like it was fully done. And then I thought more about it, and I'm like, you know, they really did. They covered everything I wanted. You know, we talked about going into the finale. Like, there were certain things that needed to happen. We needed another conversation with Lena. We needed to see what happened on the bus. We, we, we needed to get a conversation with Torben, right, after he woke up. We, we needed those things, and we got all of them. I, I think part of it, really, and you get to the final scene, right, and, and it's something we'll need to talk about, but in, in, in reality, when we think about the story, we're very focused on the characters we know and that we've been watching the entire time. But there's 20 students that we just kind of sweep under the rug, you know? <laughs> they're, they're kind of off in the periphery, but we really should be worried about them. Like, you know, in the end, their lives matter too, you know? And that's kind of the last scene is, is kind of finding out that they're okay, you know, and, and that they're, and we could talk more about that later on, but, you know, I was okay with the ending, but I can understand people being upset by it. So the 20 people or whatever that disappeared, they were basically the collateral for, you know, this man, the, 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 the Kining, the whatever, uh, Henrik, he needs to have every 21 years, he needs to have a, a new... Ugh, a new target um and i guess that's what's kind of upsetting yeah. for me is that he is i mean he's just a disgusting character i think and yeah. i it's just like it's just like unsettling i think having like just having the ending be that astrid and ida go off with the hair king like i feel bad for them like i don't i don't want like i guess like and i don't know like are we supposed to take that as like a happy ending that they're reunited but then like the the hair man's off in the distance like in the water waiting for them I was just a little unsettled, I guess, by that. How do I? How do I? How do I live with that? Yeah, and and, and I can understand that. That is kind of the the oddity. But I I would like to think that part of the ending that we see with you know with um, with Ida and with Astrid is the fact that they're reunited. You know and. The Hair King needs to be involved because that makes sense. It makes sense that he's been with Ida this entire time. And that's why we haven't seen her in the future, right? You know, it, is he a good guy? Absolutely not. Is he the villain of the story? Sure. But at the same time, you know, it kind of it makes sense for the purposes of the story, you know? It, provi um, it provides an explanation, for sure. It does. It does. Now, how... But yeah, how, no, it's, 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 it's tough to reconcile. You know, like, are they are the three of them going to be happy with him? Like, is that, <laughs> is that like a happy ending? I don't think so, you know. But it explains a lot. You know, it explains, you know, why he was, you know, when, when, you, when you look at the, the dreams that Astrid has as a child, when she goes into the den, it always seems like he's kind of reaching for it. He's always kind of going for it. That, that triangulates, that makes sense now. You know, yeah, it, it's it's a weird feeling. Um, you know, would it have been 
I, I guess my question is, if it would have just been her reuniting with her sister, and you know, it's presumably that she dies, right? I mean, that's the vibe I get. I uh, get right. You know, you get the same. I assume. Okay, so say that she she sees her sister on 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 the water and they're reunited. It, it, if that was just it, it wouldn't make sense. Like where you know, like where, where has she been all this time? Do you know what I mean? Like how how are they reuniting? Like it it makes sense that he's involved in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. Oh, hold on. I'm sorry. So are you saying Eda and Astrid are dead at the end of the at the end of the show? Correct. Okay. Um, <laughs> I guess I didn't pick up on that too much. I'm feeling a little dumb. I guess if I didn't. That, no, no, that's just how, that's my perception. Let me just put it that way. Okay. That, that's how I perceive it. Okay, I guess for me, so we were talking about this a little bit before, before the show, like just our thoughts on it. And I was saying it's kind of how far you're willing to let your imagination go. And for stuff like Dark, like we covered Dark, I really, like I was fine with the time travel stuff. I was fine letting my imagination go with all of that. I think for this show, it's a little bit tougher and especially just like the, the explanation is, well, that there's this rabbit man who needs to have a bride every 21 years. And if he doesn't, he's going to be very upset and there's going to be punishment for all. But it's not really all of them. It's just like the 20 people on the bus. Because like I think at one point they said everybody will suffer. But it's just like 20 people that are kind of loosely tangentially related to Ida and Astrid. So I guess what was going to happen if Astrid doesn't? Because I guess the key is Astrid willingly gives herself up in the show's canon, right? She read that she needs to willingly sacrifice herself and everything, like, the people won't suffer anymore. And I think that's what lets the people off the bus. And I guess it's just, to me, it's just kind of, it's just kind of weird. I don't know. I, for a, for a, for a plot line, I just, I, I kind of feel like that's weird that that's where we built up to. And then, like, some, like, stupid stuff. Like, I find it funny that, like, Henrik has to go through, like, all the, you know, mundane life of a high school teacher. And like, you know, he's got to deal with like, you know, shitheads every day. Meanwhile, he's this, you know, awful hair king leading this, you know, Colts led life. Who knows if he's even real, but he stoops down to be a high school teacher. I don't know. It's just kind of funny to me. It is. It is, it is funny. I mean, it very much is funny in many ways. And, you know, keep in mind, I think, okay with the ending but it's it's no it, it, it pales in comparison to dark sending i mean i thought dark sending was much much better agreed um but at the same time you know i felt like it was certainly an ending i mean they, they kind of they i feel like they needed to conclude the story and i felt like they did that they did and i guess okay so i was listening like you said it is a choice right and it definitely was unexpected i don't think i mean i definitely didn't think that's where we were going and I guess what I was kind of thinking, I was like, well, why couldn't, you know, the, like, in some sort of epic tale, like, you would fight the the rabbit king, right? Like, you can't let him get away with this, like, forever and ever. Like, 21 years is going to happen again. And I guess, like, it's probably impossible. Maybe this is, like, what would happen if there was some supernatural creature. You actually can't fight them. You're just, you're screwed. But I don't know. Can we, like, mount a resistance? Like, maybe we needed a couple more episodes. Like, don't, like right? Like, I mean, we, it seems like we give up very easily. I feel like if you're going to mount resistance, you need like a group of people that can do it. And so many people have died in the show. You need stronger personality. Too late, Falky. We don't you know? have that, right? Yeah, Fal- Falky is gone. Uh, you know, T- Torben, you know, although he seems very much with it now. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't seem to be... Sudden change. He be fighting anyone, you know? <laughs> yeah, he's lucid after 21 years. He's fine. Uh, yeah, and then, yeah, how did these people survive? I don't know. I have a lot of questions, but I guess, like, it is, you know, you've got to be willing to watch in a sci-fi show and a fantasy show. you got to be willing to bend your, um, you know, bend your imagination a little bit. Uh, I'm I'm not I'm not upset about watching the show. I had a great time watching the show. I will say some positives about it. Like, it kept me interested, and I wasn't upset until, like, the last, like, five minutes. So it definitely kept me interested. Performances were great, and... In particular, like, um, I want to shout out the girl who plays young Astrid. She, like, the, the acting she does, she really makes me, my heart hurt <laughs> when, like, uh, her sadness and her dealing with her mom, pushing her back into the den. I thought she did a great job. Always enjoyed all the performance. Like, the mom makes me hate her, and, you know, she gets a reaction yeah. out of me. So that's good as an actress on her. Um, what'd you think? Who Any like, good performers stick out to you uh, from the show? I felt like adult Astrid is a very good actress. I mean, I, as well as, uh, you know, Ida as well. I, I, I felt they were well cast. Um, 
I thought the show was really well acted. I really enjoyed it. I, and I thought, um, I thought they did a good job of setting up tone and, 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 um, I felt like, you know, they, it was, it was well done. I liked the intro. I, I felt like it was a, you know, I felt like those parts were very solid. Yeah. Know? Yeah. No, no, for sure. Uh, the the way that they set up i the many times when, during the show i got chills so like the way that the show is set up the uh, cinematography the music i thought was pretty good they had chilling moments yep. so all that stuff was awesome and i think it speaks to it's it's tough to end a show right and i would guess that this is just a mini series i don't think there'd be a season 2 for this but it's hard to end a show right it is it is i mean how many yeah. times have we seen and, and, and i would agree with you i feel like this is this is a one is a one shot thing you know like it's 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 i would assume it's done you know <laughs> right right so does it live up to dark uh i think that's unfair i think it's unfair to compare it to dark the, yeah no there won't be it, a dark, dark again, had no. so many more characters so many more episodes um so many more story arcs you know we're getting we're getting two story arcs right yep. there's there's Edith's story and there's Astrid's story and that's about it right yeah. Um, versus I, I feel like the story arcs we get in dark are just so many, you yeah. know, and, and, and so rich and deep. Um, this is more of a, a tale, you know, it's more of a, almost like a, you know, it's like a, a you know, it, it, it's kind of like a fairy tale gone wrong, a dark fairy tale, you know, and it actually, you know, fairy tales are supposed to be somewhat dark, you know, like that. <laughs> Some of the, I mean, like, if you actually like look into certain fairy tales, they're they're actually very dark, you know, like the actual meanings of them, um, and this kind of fits that. So, you know, it's uh, I don't know, I found it to be interesting. We'll, we'll put it that way. Yeah, <laughs> I guess yeah, Hansel and Gretel, right? Like you have like a witch eating yeah. two children, children. So yeah, the witch is trying to eat children, right? Like there, there's a lot of them that like um, Cinderella, like the in the actual story, I think. The other, the evil sisters try and cut off parts of their feet to fit in the shoe. I mean, like, you know, there, there's some dark things that we kind of cover up or we kind of gloss over, but it's, it can be very dark, you know, in, in those stories. Yeah, the director's cut of Cinderella, I like it. What I was going to say, I don't think I'm going to be reading Ostara. I don't think I'm going to be retelling that one if I, if I ever have kids of my own. I think I'm going to leave that one on the cutting room floor. I, I would do that. Yeah, I would do that for sure. <laughs> I got to think Dennis is uh, really, you know, just regretting that. Uh, speaking of Dennis, Jared, justice for Dennis, was I wrong? I don't even, I don't know. I don't know if I can let him off the hook completely. I don't think you can. <laughs> I, I think that both he and Lena were deceiving both of their daughters. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, and I feel like, um, I feel like Astrid's um, ending is different if Dennis is honest with her. You know, I, I feel like she 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 runs and does what she does at the end of the episode because she goes you know he finds her one last time in the stairwell and he's and you know she she confronts him about it you know am i your daughter and he says yes you are and he lies you know and we know it's a lie and i feel like that's kind of the last straw for her yeah and i was i and and i've been the one bagging on dennis the whole time i felt bad for him in that moment because i was like for all intents and purposes, like, yeah, he is her dad. Like, he had raised her. He did everything for her uh, just because he wasn't biologically her father. Maybe that's, like, maybe that's, like, kind of the approach he was taking. But you're certainly right that, you know, Astrid needed... She she didn't have, like... I mean, she had people in her life that theoretically could have supported her, but it, she really seemed quite alone, you know, throughout the series. You know, she's very distant with David, her husband, who has a rough go on the show. A uh, rough go for David. Yeah. But yeah, what do you think? Like, doesn't she seem she's she, your 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 um comment about her performance is spot on because she seems so sad, so hurt, so alone throughout the whole series. So, what do you think about that? Yeah, I, you know, I just feel like um, I, I feel like when when she confronts Dennis and, and says, you know, are you you're you're not my real father, you know, that type of thing, and questions him about it, I, I feel like he knows what she's getting at. Do you know what I mean? As much as we could say, yes, yes, he was, for all intents and purposes, he was her father, right? And he raised her and, and all that other stuff. And he was loving and he took care of her and he cared about her. I mean, that, that much we've seen throughout the entire series. But she, he knows what she's getting at there. 
and, and that was the time to, to come clean and, and it, it doesn't happen and she just kind of sees more lies and it kind of drives her to do what she ends up doing which is to kind of you know seek out the, the story that's been playing out in front of her yeah yeah that makes sense and I think maybe we should just kind of get in the meat of meat and potatoes of it I guess it kind of she yeah. gets she gets set off right because she goes back to visit Lena and they're looking at um, photographs and you know it's a cute little scene at first like they're actually like reconnecting they're talking about old photographs they're talking about old memories and then they get to this one that was supposed to be a few months before Astrid was born and she's not pregnant and she's like kind of like mom what gives and Lena doesn't have a good poker face at all she's like uh 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 no I I don't know I don't know (laughs) wow so (laughs) did Lena do a bad job well I know she did a bad job but uh (laughs) Lena Okay, so we get this reveal, right, Jer? So where do you want to go from here? I liked how they did the reveal, too, by the way. I, I liked how how it was kind of, how, how she kind of broke the, the picture, and then she saw the date. You know, we all, we all have pictures like that, right? Oh, yeah. Where the date, you know, burned on there. I mean, I'm, you know, we've all seen that. And, and, and that that time period, you know, in the 80s, where you'd have kind of the date automatically stamped on every picture. So I thought that was really cool. I liked that reveal. And of course, the mother is like, oh, no, that, that's, that's a mistake. Like, that date's not right or, or whatever. You know, I got, you know, I was, I'm, I was pregnant with you, that, that type of thing. And, um, you know, it, it was an interesting scene. That the mother is a great actress. And, I, and it was, you know, it was neat seeing her reaction and backpedal and then try and, you know, try and save herself, essentially. But, you know, it's, it's, it was interesting. It's a hard scene to watch, though. That's for sure. Definitely. And I want to make a comment about her. She talks about how her world collapsed when Astrid was taken from her, kind of when they had that custody dispute. And I think her world really collapsed because she didn't have Astrid to go find Ida. Her world um, her world kind of collapsed because that was her entry into that world. Last week, we spoke about how, you know, we knew that... or like You remember, Joe, last week we were talking about Astrid and Ida, like, she didn't really love Astrid like she loved Ida. I guess what I'm confused about now is, let's talk this through, because they're sisters of the Equinox. So, Ida was given to, Ida was given to Lena as a deal because she couldn't get pregnant. But she had to give Ida up when she was 18. Do I have this right so far? Yes. But both of them were given to her. One are, are, are technically, you know, her children. Right, they're both they're both sisters of the equinox. So I guess I missed the second deal for Astrid. Yeah, so so you know she says no, your sisters, your sisters of the equinox. So in my mind, and and so the 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 picture is proof that Astrid is not Lena's Lena's daughter, Mm -hmm. right? Because she goes, you should be pregnant with me right here. This is a couple months before I was born. So that's proof that 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 she's not the daughter, and then. Later in the episode, during the flashback, we we hear the fact that she couldn't get pregnant, Lena, and 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 that um, that Henrik gave her to to Lena, gave gave Ida to Lena. So you get the feeling that neither child was technically there, but they were given to them by by Henrik. What kind of deals are these? And then like that you have to give her up when she's eighteen. Like, don't you think like that would just be a bummer? Like the whole life, her whole life growing up, and then. There was a second deal, right? That like, okay, you don't have to give up Ida if you give up the baby, right? Is that kind of what happened? Yes, that's that's what happened. But the deal became null and void when she had the abortion. Uh huh. Yes, and, uh, and many characters. What, and what's so funny is Lena's very much like, oh, well, don't leave the house. Like, and I'm like, he stops the bus and makes everyone disappear. How are you going to stop him inside the house versus outside the house? Or like, you know. It's, it's, it's like you, at some point you should kind of realize what you're dealing with here. Like, <laughs> no, that's definitely definitely accurate. Like, I don't know. Yeah, if he could stop the bus like that, I don't know. He he can't be stopped. You're absolutely right. Uh, the other thing I was thinking of was like, what if Torben break? Uh, could he have just ran Henrik over? I I don't <laughs> I don't know what would have happened in that case. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I think I think Henrik would have stopped the bus. Yeah. Even if he hit the gas, right? He's like, like Iron Man. Yeah, I feel like it would have just. It wouldn't, like, nothing would have, the bus would have just stopped, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. I guess another, like, just, like, comment I have is, like, this magic is kind of, like, 
it's not exactly like it, but it's like Beauty and the Beast where like all of a sudden like the spell is over. They wake up and they're fine. You know, like they turn back from like the, from the lamps to real people. I don't know. It's just so weird. It's so, it, it doesn't have an explanation like steeped in reality, right? Um, that's like, and I'm not going to get one. So I should stop looking for one, I think is the answer. Right. I, and I feel like, you know, in addition to that, we don't really see their faces. So we don't no. know, are they coming back as 18 year olds? Or are they coming back as 39-year-olds? Because that's the big difference, right? You yeah. know, if all of a sudden you you missed all of your years of life from 18 to 39, you know, that's, that, that, that's pretty terrible. You know? It's rough. No, that's extremely rough. Yeah, it, you know, I, I do think so they it, aged. It, it's, I think it's left up to a lot of interpretation, which is, I feel like, kind of interesting. I, I don't mind that aspect. I, I do think they aged because I think the bus driver aged. So... I, I I think yeah, he, he is. But but he was he out. he was he was like, out. He you was know, out. like he yeah, that's right. He he was he was still like in in reality, right? When when Henrik took everyone. Well, like right? yes and, and no. Vanished. Yes and no because like he said he was in the den, right? I guess that's like I'm kind of confused about that. So like he was like kind of halfway in between. He said he was half and half, and then he said when you showed me that picture, I was completely gone. Which makes sense because he went into coma, right? Yeah. I, I, I guess in my mind, they could still be eighteen because we didn't see them. They were vanished. They were they were not in the the world as we know it. Did uh, Henrik the Hair King mess up? Like, oh shit, uh, the bus driver is in the half and half world. I made a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know on that. I don't know on that. But yeah, he he totally did kind of he he treated. His bus driver differently than everyone else. Yeah. That Talk, much for sure. I think that's the glitch <laughs> in the matrix for this show. Is, uh, what's going yeah. on with Torben. Yeah, so, you know, the trail of breadcrumbs continued in this episode because I, I can't remember where Astrid, where'd Astrid start. She started at Lena's and then eventually she gets a call to go to Torben, right? Correct, correct. And, and she goes to him and we get a, a different type of Torben, right? He's 100% there. He's based in reality. And part of me was worried that he would be like, because of the timing of things, I was worried that Falke was going to be like talking through Torben, and I was a little worried about that. But thankfully, it was just actually Torben, you know. And and it's it's kind of a it's a, it's a creepy conversation, right? Um, and, and at a certain point, it kind of leads to the the question of what is what does he want? You know, can you show me that picture? And then you know, Astrid's kind of like, well, what does he want? And then he kind of goes, you know what he wants? Like you you you've known this entire time and you know, he wants you, you know? So, I don't know, I thought that was really creepy. I really enjoyed it. No, that was... I thought that was, that was well done. Super creepy. Um, he talks about he's like a monster, right? He's not, he's not a, re he's not a human. Um, and certainly, right. certainly, certainly very scary. With the whole, the Torben was an unsettling character from, from the get-go, so... Yes. Yeah, Astrid, uh, Astrid, but he's necessary for Astrid. And I'm, I'm glad, oh, what you said about Falky. I'm glad we didn't, you know, have Falky's influences still. Falky, uh, although he started strong, uh, did not care for Falky by the end of the show. Correct, correct. But we did get the kind of, remember when we talked about in the previous episode, where um, everyone kind of gives Eda the cold shoulder, right? They're all kind of like, you know, Falky and, and Jakob are playing the music. And, you know, Amelia doesn't want to sit next door in class. And, and you kind of, you know, in my mind, I was like, ah, I'm just surprised Falky's doing this you know like I've, I've, I've expected better of him and, and we do get kind of that apology on the bus right where he's just like this this is all messed up and you know like he it is it is a, he's apologizing um so that that kind of fits more with his character but as a general rule in the future he, he's kind of of no help <laughs> even right. though he was following her and like you know paying paying so much attention uh following after that is uh, he kind of falls flat a little bit that scene where they talk to each other and you know that for me that that was kind of disappointing but the Falky in the past I felt like was was an interesting character you know for sure he was just too much of a too late Larry with that uh, apology and uh, I liked how yeah. Ida Ida kind of held his feet to the fire she's like no what was messed up tell me exactly because he's like kind of skirting around it right and she's like I had to live through yeah. that you know and he, yeah. he doesn't he doesn't really say it he just kind of just kind of is like uh, it, it shouldn't have been like that and i really i really enjoyed going back to the graduate truck day 
and I thought um, getting to see the different points of view, and of course we saw the Jakob scene that we were talking about, we would see. We see how the day starts, too. I think, at least I think that's how the day starts, and we kind of mentioned this before, but um, Lena finds out about Ida's abortion, right? Do we, have we, uh, yeah. you want to go through, like, the whole graduate truck day? Yes. I, in my mind, you're seeing one day. Okay, me too. flashbacks. Yeah. You're, you're seeing um, her getting ready for school, and you're seeing the final exam, and you're seeing the trucks and everyone having their hat on. Cause they give her the hat at the end of the, which is funny. Could you imagine, you know, your family waiting outside while you take your last exam? I mean, that <laughs> it was really strange. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Where, where are the other families? I mean, why is it just, you know, Ida's family. And then also, you know, you're, you, you, how many like students do they need to do that for? I mean, I was in a larger graduating class than I think, <laughs> You know, and they have multiple bus, buses, right, for all these students. I just, you know, it's just kind of that, that part was a little weird, right? But I think they wanted to show, you know, that Henrik is still her, her student, right? And he's still teaching her. And she had to take a final exam with him. And he had to kind of awkwardly put on the hat and kind of build up the, 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 uh, the stress there. Oh, yeah, um, with her fingernails. You know, between everyone, yeah. right? Yeah, she's scraping her fingernails during the test. I mean, that's a horrible situation that she's put in. She does a great job to get an A in that. I mean, under the circumstances, to be able to say anything yeah. in front of him, I think is I think is really tough. Um, I guess I guess yep. some some things about like that kind of system. So like, if you fail, I mean, that's got to be that's got to be really tough, right? <laughs> like, if you fail on that last test and you can't get your graduate cap, I'm surprised that didn't happen to Falky. Right. <laughs> I'm just like imagining Henrik, like, okay, now, you know, I've got Ida's, Ida's test was fine, but now uh, send in Falky. I gotta let his parents send down. Send in Falky, like, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's just the like I, I think I don't know. Uh, squint, <laughs> squint too closely, and it kind of becomes <laughs> kind of unravels if you think about like Henrik's day to day. But it just kind of makes me makes me chuckle thinking about him going through some struggles of uh, of teaching. So I guess that's what I'll hold on to. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I liked how uh, they started drinking at school, though. Wasn't that kind of cool? That's where that's where it starts, right? That was kind of cool. That was it. Was kind of like, oh, this I mean, this wouldn't happen in the states, but yeah. you know, I could kind of like you know suspend reality for the uh, the European. Oh, it'd be fun, Jared. Our uh, high school. Of it. At our high school, we could go drink in, drink in the quad. Go drink. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. It would be a little bit of a different experience. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, not as free-spirited, I don't think, as, uh, as this great uh, great tradition in Denmark. I'm really jealous of this. Yes. Agreed. <laughs> okay. So we have the party going on, and we kind of have, a, we have, we have like our setup of all our characters. Right? We see all of them, like Amelia's kind of skulking around. Jakob's drinking with his, with his bros. Uh, Ida... Ida is, uh, I wanted to say at least, um, Ida should have hung out with some of these other nice, nice folks that kept asking her to right? drink with her, right? Ditch these Falky. They seem a lot of fun. Yes. The rest of the people, yes. you know? Like, why does she need to fall into with Jakob and Falke and Amelia? Exactly. Like, you know, the, the other groups seemed really cool. Yeah. There was the girl in the first episode that wanted to party with her. I think, just like, choose your friends carefully, right? I mean, is the main, main, yeah. more, <laughs> main lesson of the show. Yes. Agreed. What else do you have? Do you have any like any comments on just like that, the the graduate truck, the you know when they go to the house? I guess we could talk about too. Um, anything new we we learned? You know, you know, for for me, I was very satisfied by the conversation with uh, with uh, Ida and um, and uh, Jakob. Okay. You know, I felt like she really told him off. I felt like that <laughs> needed to happen. Um, and, and and I liked how he was just kind of like. I stole the grimoire, but I don't know where it's at. And then she's like, I know. And, you know, like, she kind of like, you know, kind of one-ups him a little bit. And then it's just like, you know, kind of tells him F you. And, and then that needed to happen, you know. Um, I was I was satisfied by that, you know. And, and um, I thought that was really interesting. We, we needed to see that. You know, we were waiting for basically the entire season to get that scene. And, you know, I thought that was, that was happy. I was rooting for you. Frida in that scene, for sure. 
Yeah, I think Ida does have the best line of the entire series when she's like, uh, fuck Amelia, fuck you. I don't think she says fuck Falky, but she might as well have. And she's just like, F everybody, right? Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, that's the best. Okay, so, you know, we go to the, uh, we after that scene, uh, we get them going back onto the truck, right? And it's kind of like the last time they're going to pull away. And is this where Ida sees the parents arguing? Or was that, that was, that was at school, wasn't it? No, I think, I think this is where we see Lena and Henrik kind of arguing, right? He's so everywhere. Like, isn't it? Or maybe it's, maybe it's before. Maybe it's when they pull up. Could be. Could, getting mixed up. It could be when they leave school, which is, I mean, uh, like you or said. When they leave school. or it, We certainly see, from the perspective of the bus, Henrik and Lena talking and fighting, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We do. Yeah. And, uh, and, and, and that's kind of the main thing where, you know, does does what happened happen if she doesn't share that? Like, I mean, do you know what I mean? Like, I guess what happens if Lena doesn't tell Henrik that what what's occurred, right? Like, does he not figure it out? Like, until a little later? Like, I mean, does he does he kind of like see eat on the bus drinking and be like, hey, maybe you should do that? Like, you know, that <laughs> that's thing. a like, good point. What, yeah, do, what do we feel like? happened there you know yeah i strongly recommend you don't know yeah is he just waiting is he just like waiting on his island and uh he's like what what gives i mean it's two days late what's going on here so <laughs> i don't i don't i don't know what's going on with henrik the henrik of it all uh how did he become the hair king i have many questions <laughs> but so i guess we should talk about you know so it so why was the bus driving on this like kind of windy road? What's kind of kind of a dangerous path to be driving for this party bus? I don't know. That's just my comment on that. It looks kind of like in this fields winding path. I don't know. I wouldn't have done that. I also agree. Where are they going? You know. But I, I feel like we get a little bit of like a a reference to it, right? Because you're kind of driving around in the field when Henrik is driving her back to the driving Astrid back to the. the train station right or the bus station or whatever whichever type of station it is but you know I, I it probably had something to do with the symbolism of the corn and the fields and things like that and the you know, harvest right yeah. and then the spring equinox like I guess it, it probably fits into all that stuff but at the same time yeah where are they going you know like <laughs> where yeah. are they headed in the bus yeah through the fields like <laughs> where are they going how do they go from what was it you know Copenhagen to random fields, you know? Yeah, and I, I do know like it's it, it can get pretty rural pretty quickly, but I, I feel like you got to stay, like, I, to me the path was like too winding. I don't know, you got alcohol, you got people standing up and down, you know, or jumping up and down. Like, it's just a, seems like a recipe for the disaster. I think maybe it's a, I think maybe it's just a, this is just Torben's explanation for what happened, and he was just an irresponsible driver, and we're just seeing the inside of a man who's taken the story way too far. And uh, nobody can convince me otherwise. Um, <laughs> I, I, I do think, you know, maybe if it wasn't for, you know, the 20 lost souls that come back at the end of the, ep- to the, the very end of the episode, you could say that this is all happening in Astro Tet. Yeah, right? you could. Like there, there's a good, there's a good argument for a lot of it. How about that lamp or the the vase? Sorry to interrupt you because I I, I think this yeah. goes well with it. But like we see like the vase at her house, right? And it's that same kind of red weird world that the den has. That kind of lends credence to what you were saying, right? Yeah, I, I mean, also the beginning of the episode when when you're when we're we're kind of seeing um, a scene between the doctor and and the parents, right, Lena and. Dennis, and, and you're, you're hearing him go, she seems to think that her sister disappeared, she's Ostara. And she has this, you know, and, and he's like, I think this is a fairy tale that you tell her. And Dennis is like, yeah, no, we, we, we do, do do that. And we've seen that in previous episodes, right? Cannot, yeah, you, you cannot give credence to this. You cannot support her with this. So and my question is, you know, did the 20 people actually disappear? You know, yeah. I mean, we get we get reference to it in the newspaper clippings a little bit, and we we get reference to it in other parts. But you know, and, and conversations she has and things like that. But she also has a conversation with Henrik, and, and apparently like he, his house is a dilapidated, like fallen down house. 
<laughs> right. And, right. You know, how much of it is occurring in, in Astrid's head, you know? I feel like, you know, that, that that's kind of a question, too. Okay. I want to come back to the illusion, like, because you were talking to me before the show about illusions with Henrik, but I just want to make one more comment about the the staff member uh, at the psychiatric recovery ward. Um, this guy, can you lock the door uh, when he's giving, like, the evaluation? Like, you know, this guy, he first, he can't... He can't um, let Astrid take the pills correctly. He just lets her get away with that. And then this episode let, leaves the door ajar and Astrid can just hear his evaluation of her. You know, she didn't need to hear that. Uh, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, to say that that's not the best facility for rehabilitation of children with psychological problems would be an understatement. <laughs> Is there anyone else that works there besides the bearded guy? I don't know, but man, he seems to be the only guy running the shop, and it's, it's not a good, it's not a good situation. Nothing. It has been a really bad. I mean, like small sample size, but it's been a really bad three episodes for that facility, from what we've seen. Right, right. No. Not, not the best. Not the best not at the all. Not the best at all. No. So, um, I hope that I hope that he finds new employment soon. Okay. So anyway, back to back to the dilapidated uh, the dilapidated house because I was kind of confused by this. You talked to me before the show is like, can, if, if it's real or if, you know, in the show's reality, right? In the show's setup, if it's real, does the Hair King have this potential to make illusions that for Astrid or can you, can you talk about that a little bit? I think it's, it's more of, um, you know, there's one of the two ways you can go with this, right? They show us the house. Either one, that conversation that whole situation occurred in Astrid's head, right? So that there really wasn't a hurricane, but she had a conversation with herself. and Maybe she stayed in that house that was abandoned and dilapidated, but she made a fire and slept by the fire, right? Because we kind of see like a fire. And I'm like, remember at the time, do you remember how I kind of joked, like, why would you have a fire inside? You know, like, does that make sense? So that kind of lends itself a little bit to that, why that didn't make sense. But... Um, it's either that or it's Henrik, you know, could, you know, was there and he kind of created an illusion for her, right? She did, and she still slept outside, but he, he kind of, you know, created an illusion, essentially. I'm trying to think what would make me more upset if, uh, there is this hair king or if it was in Astrid's head. I mean, just not, not it's like... All happening in and it's just like because that's a trope right like that like there's many shows that like it's all a dream right or it was or yeah. it was not real yeah. so um i don't know I'd, i would be disappointed in that i do think that, i mean there is some commentary about you know how mental health is looked upon by the world right astrid yeah. astrid is feeling like the people don't want to help her they just want to hospitalize her and it is really tough you know just watching watching her have to go through all of that and you know her not being taken seriously right when this is very much happening to her I just think there's, I think there's a lot of commentary on that as well. And I, I'm, I'm going to look through my notes a little bit. I thought there was one point in particular, one comment that one of the characters made. So if you, um, I don't know if you have anything on that, Jared, but I'm going to look through my notes for a second. Yeah, no, I, I think, I think, um, I think you make a good point. I feel like we get the story from Master's perspective and we get to see kind of her seeing and doing these things and we feel them with her. And I feel like that's really important, you know, to, to, to understand that, you know, the people with these issues, they do experience these things and it's, it's sad and it's, it's frustrating and, you know, we can only imagine what that's like, right? Yeah, yeah, and I, I think it affects a lot of the people in the show. I mean, like, Lena is going through, through a lot. I mean, I mean, th this goes to something different, too. They're talking about, like, oh, what can, like, the effect of maybe people who want to have a child who can't have a child, what lengths are they willing to go to? Again, this is a different this is a different length here or a different thread here, but it does kind of give you those questions as well, and and like to have these like weird restrictions on it, but you'd have to give them up with eighteen. But then there's another addendum to the deal. Well, actually, if you have if they have a baby, we could make a little switch for that. But the lengths that parents are willing to go to, right? Yeah, for you know people trying to be a parent. Right, exactly. People trying to become a parent. Um, yeah, I think there's there's a cautionary tale there, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's um, like like I said, I I enjoyed I enjoyed watching the show. It was not something that I felt like was a trudge to get through at all. I re I really liked watching every episode, and I think I just kind of 
wanted it to, I, 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 you know, I wanted the ending I wanted, right? Not the ones that the showrunners made. And I think that's where, that's what happens in a lot of fandoms or a lot of shows like, uh, the ending won't work for everybody. <laughs> Hopefully it'll work for enough people, right? Yeah, no, I, I, and I can understand that. It kind of is like watching, you know, I guess, I'm, you know, we're both Bears fans, right? <laughs> but if you talk about the NFC Championship, what the Packers did, you know, I'm, I was watching it from the perspective of wanting the Packers to lose. But if I'm a Packers fan and I watch what happens and, and you know, the mistakes they made at the end of the game there and, and kind of how they mismanaged things, it's kind of like that. Like, you got an end to your season, but it wasn't quite the ending you were expecting. And maybe you feel like, eh, I could have done things a little differently. Like, maybe I would have done, you know, X, Y, and Z a little bit differently. Like, you know, played, played your cards just a little differently, right? I love this. I'm going to send this to the marketing team for Equinox. It's uh, Equinox, the, <laughs> the 2020 Packers of TV. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers as Astrid. Astrid, yeah, that's <laughs> Devonta Adams as Dennis. As Dennis. <laughs> oh man, yeah, that's uh, there's got to be some crossover potential with that. <laughs> Next week, that. our guest Aaron Rodgers will be breaking down the whole season of Equinox. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, sorry, I, I'm I'm kind of kind of winding down my notes here, but I did. There's a few things I, I wrote down. And I don't know if you made anything of this line. I just wrote down what Ida was talking about during her exam. And she said, uh, the physical and spiritual world are not separate. And she says something about like, the, um, there's like no, there's no worldview that um, thinks otherwise. Uh, anything to make of that? Or I might've mixed that up a little bit, but did you glean anything from that? Yeah. I, I mean, it's interesting. Whenever we're in Henrik's classroom, we're only in there a couple of times. But it's very, very kind of deep thoughts, right? Yeah. There's the, the pan whatever, and then it's like God is everywhere, you know, and God is everything. And then you get this where it's like, you know, the spiritual world and the real world cannot, you know, they cannot coexist, that type of thing or whatever. Uh, you know, it's kind of interesting. They're kind of pointing at something. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I, I don't know. I liked it. I thought that was interesting. <laughs> Yeah, we're always, it reminds me a lot of just our high school religion classes, uh, whatever they're going to, whenever they're going to uh, Henrik, just like some sort of general philosophy about the world. Um, I don't know if you, if, if it reminded you of that at all. I don't know if we had some of the same classes, but that's what I thought of. <laughs> it certainly did remind me of that. But what's funny is that that's the lesson she needed to learn in order to graduate. Like, <laughs> Okay, you bring up a great point. Okay, that's like, really funny. There's... There's not like a math test or like a science test or like, nope, nope. <laughs> That's the last lesson. Could our Danish <laughs> listeners maybe weigh in? Like, did you have to pass a philosophy exam before you got your graduating cap? That is awesome. I think that is funny. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. But the last thing, can you tell me about the physical and spiritual world or else you can't get your cap? Yeah. That's a bonus question. Tell me about the physical and spiritual world to get your graduation cap. Falky's like, uh, the physical and separate, uh, the, the physical and spiritual world are totally the same. Uh, wrong, Falky. You're wrong. You're wrong. You fail. You're wrong. No we'll cap for next you. Year. <laughs> You'll be back. You'll be back. You have to lead another group to the island. Okay, hold on. One more thing. Is the island, like, she finds the boat right by Henrik's house, right? Correct. So they, they were out there just kind of, they were kind of camping by Henrik's house. I guess we're supposed to take take from that. I think so. Yeah, yeah that's what I would take from it. Yeah. And, and we kind of, like, we see her go through what happened. What's interesting, and this leads more to it occurring in Astrid's head, is where are the people for this equinox? Like, do they move? Do they go to a different island? Because it's 21 years later. Like, they're like, oh, let's go to Island B as opposed to Island A. You know, that type <laughs> of thing. Where are they, you know, this time? You bring up a good point, because I wanted to ask you, too, you know, it's just Astrid and Ida at the end, but shouldn't there be, like, many sisters of the Equinox, or has it only been, like, two cycles so far? You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I know what you mean. Um, I, I feel like but there were only, you know, you, you I, I feel like, well, first of all, do you feel that Astrid is Ostara? Because I feel like she's not. Um, 
I guess I thought she was. I was. I wasn't. I love how you're breaking this down, Jared. This is great. I'm just crying. when you when you brought up that first of all. I thought you were like, oh man, here we go. He's gonna get a good explanation for this. Um, but I, I I don't. I I guess I did think so. I I thought she was supposed to be. I didn't think she was. I think she's the bird. You know, Ostara is not the bird. The, yeah, we hear that story with with the bird, right? There's there's three characters in the fairy tale that Dennis tells, right? There's the bird, there's Ostara, and there's the hair team. Right? See, I, I was under the impression that Ostara was the bird, so clearly I missed that. I think, you know, in, in my impression was that hair king falls in love with the bird and Ostara kind of gets upset. But uh, then it's okay, because there's Easter eggs, essentially. But they dress Ida. They they. That's funny. They dress Ida up like a bird, right, for the ceremony. Oof, the ceremony, the ritual. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. But I guess I I thought of her as a separate character, and and that's also why in Henrik's eyes you see a bird flapping. Okay. Yeah. They definitely do show that. It is kind of intense when she gives over the book and then like some sort of like, I guess transition happens. I guess that's like kind of what wakes up the 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 bus people but yeah Henrik was unsettling for sure the actor did give a good performance but uh yeah he, he was, did he I guess it's just like okay he's the he's the bad guy and like that's the whole cause of the world is like there's this one bad guy that you know you know needs us things teaches are, high school and yeah, yeah teaches and, high school is completely know, unreasonable yeah, yeah. um Pro- provides children to parentless couples and or to children childless couples and <laughs> yeah he's got a lot of roles he comes back for the kid <laughs> yeah yeah um what we're learning is that the danish society could not exist without henrik is the is what, what i've taken from this <laughs> uh, he's the villain general rule child care Ugh. okay this guy henrik sucked uh just in case you didn't know my feelings on him but <laughs> yeah he's definitely the bad guy <laughs> yeah very clear um, all right, Jerry. So, uh, anything else just on Equinox in general, or about uh, any any other notes you might have had? Yeah, you know, I, I felt like the the more times I've watched it, you know, like I've, I've watched the last episode a couple of times, and and I, I've, I've liked it more. You know, the more time I've thought about it, I've, I've been more okay with it. You know, and, and so I guess I, I don't know. It's it it's growing on me a little bit, but. I can understand not liking it too. Like I, I get, you know, I can get wanting more, wanting more of a conclusion, you know, looking for some sort of hope, you know, some sort of like way to like hurt the hair king, you know, to, to maybe solve the issue, to, to believe that this isn't going to happen again in seven years, you know, um, we don't necessarily get that, but we do get 20 people coming back and, and maybe they're 39, maybe they're 18, but, they're back, you know. At the very least, they get they get a life, you know. Yeah, I'm just thinking like the Hair King winning is kind of just like you know if Frodo would have dropped the ring and Gollum would have brought it to Sauron and that would have been it and <laughs> no no fellowship was created, <laughs> no resistance was mounted. It's fine. Let the world fall into darkness. Yeah, Sauron you know, wins. Sauron right. wins. Yeah, <laughs> Henrik Henrik comes out victorious. Yeah, but I'm, I'm I am trying to decide like how big of a push I would recommend it to people, and it's kind of tough because it's kind of hard to like you don't want to tell them like yeah, hey the ending sucked, but uh, like because like that's kind of a spoiler in itself, right? Like I so like I don't yeah. know I don't but I don't want to like I don't want people to be upset with me because I told them to watch the show and it like makes them upset or you know the ending isn't satisfying. I don't know. It's uh it's it's tricky. I definitely enjoyed watching it. Um, so I, I, I don't know how I'd pitch it to people. What do you think about that? Yeah, it's a tough one to pitch to people. I feel like you need to have a unique taste. That's true. You know, I feel like you, you need to know the person you're recommending the show to. If you go to a party and you start talking about TV shows, <laughs> this is not the one you want to pull out of your cap, you know? You want to lead I off with like Equinox? If you know someone really well, like, you know, and you kind of know what they like, you, you might be able to recommend Equinox. Yeah. You don't want to get, like, the pretentious Dark fan that would be like, it's nothing like the masterpiece of Dark, how dare you? Right, right, which which I'm not going to argue with them. Like, no. I agree. But, <laughs> they don't know. need to yell at me, though. <laughs> yeah, uh, it, it, was, it, was, it was definitely, like, uh, if for horror fans, maybe, I think, I mean, there was definitely some scary elements throughout the first few episodes, I thought, especially. 
Yeah, I don't know. Does the the Hair King, maybe he falls flat as a villain for me, and maybe that's, your mileage might vary with him, but yeah, it's uh, something I'm glad I watched, for sure. And I hope I hope everybody who watched along enjoyed parts of the show, at least. I hope you enjoyed watching with us. Uh, it was fun. It was definitely fun talking about it, Jer. Yeah, I had a great time talking about it. It yeah. was fun, you know, chatting about it and analyzing it, thinking through it, and, and I really enjoyed that. Yeah. Well, you know, with Dark, it was, you know, we were... We love Dark, right? We were so serious about it. I think it was fun to just kind of have some fun with this show and not uh, not minds too much where it was going. So I, I did have a lot of fun breaking down a little bit of the absurdity throughout the show. Agreed. I, I felt like, you know, we were running into the final season of Dark. We had such high expectations, you know? And yeah. I feel like with this show, we just kind of watched it and we kind of enjoyed it, you know? And, 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 you know, and we could talk critically about it. But, you know, at the same time, it was just kind of a, a fun fun thing to do right absolutely absolutely no it was a good pick good transition and i think jared we both have our eye on a new show it's coming out has our friend ulrich um oliver masucci i believe is his name i'm, I'm sorry if i pronounced that wrong but he is going to be in a show called tribes of europa which is going to come out on netflix relatively soon i'll have to check the date on that but i think jared would you be interested in checking out maybe the first episode of that show seeing if that's something we'd be interested in i think for sure I think that's a good transition. Ulrich again, you know, obviously his name is not Ulrich; it's an actor, but still, it's good to see Ulrich again. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So we're we're definitely going to check that out, I think. And um, just a quick premise, uh, and I guess I should have read more. I was joking with Jared. The first line says "in 2070," and I was already sold from that. So I'd have to look look more into what what it's about. Do you have any sense? I'm in 2070. I was in. Do you have any sense? You don't need to say anymore. Exactly. Do you have any sense of the plot, Jerry, um, before we before we wrap up here? Yeah, you know, just based on the trailer, it seems like there's warring factions in a futuristic world, which can, can lead to some fun and interesting, you know, um, plots. Uh, you can, we just got to watch the first episode in order to really find out, though. You can only get so much from a trailer. For sure. Uh, For sure. You know, so I, I'm excited. I'm just excited to yeah. see the, the actor uh, one more time that we enjoy, you know, that we, we, we know so fondly from Dark. Yeah, futuristic Ulrich, it writes itself. Uh, we'll, we'll check that out. In the meantime, I'm checking out Alice in Borderland right now, working on a different podcast here. I could um, link that on my Twitter, Wake Up Winden, if you are interested in that. That show's been really fun to check out as well, so keep an eye out for that. If you've uh, enjoyed listening to us, if you could give a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, that would be phenomenal. Thank you so much for being with us throughout the episodes. If you ever want to write in, you could write in at wakeupwinden at gmail.com. Uh, Jer, anything else before we let everybody go? Yeah, no, nothing else for me. All right, everybody. Well, thanks so much, and hopefully you all have a good week and avoid that hair king.